Women in Business, are you looking for a professional yet fun event to attend? The 8th Annual Lakeside Conference will be held on February 29th in Southeast Wisconsin, about an hour from Milwaukee and Chicago. Get the training, resources, and connections you need to catapult your business into more sales, smoother operations, and a more aligned and organized plan. The women that attend are high-caliber, driven business owners, speakers, and leaders in their communities and industries. We would love to add your name to the list and meet you in person at the Lakeside Conference. See all the details at womensbusinessworkshop.com slash lakesideconference. Welcome to the Women's Business Workshop podcast. Today on our episode, we have Angie Askelson of Efficient and Empowered, and Angie is going to be a speaker at the 2024 Lakeside Conference in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin, and we are very excited to have her at the event and have her on the podcast today. Hi, Angie. Hi, Robin. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited for the conference in February. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Could you tell everyone a little bit about what you do at Efficient and Empowered? You're the owner, correct? I'm the owner of Efficient and Empowered, and I help business owners basically organize all of their systems and their processes so that they're operating their businesses efficiently and effectively. Excellent. Do you do one-on-one coaching or do you do the implementing yourself or help them get organized like with consulting? I do a little bit of both, really. Um, I'm a teacher by nature. Um, that is m- where my degree is. But I go into people's businesses. I kind of identify where we can improve things. I help them document that. But I also, at the same time, I'm teaching people how to use the tools within their business in the best way possible so that everything is easy to find. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. As I've said to a lot of people, that I've worked with in your head doesn't count. (laughs) You need to have it documented and know where to find it. So I'm sure you bring people a lot of relief. Have you always been a very organized person or is this something that's come later in life? I I would say I have always been organized, probably to the point that my family, I kind of drive them a little bit nutty. Um, I'm that person who reloads the dishwasher after somebody else has loaded it incorrectly. (laughs) I don't want to do dishes by hand. So um, that has just kind of applied throughout my life while I was raising my kids, running a household. You know, I've been um, a leader for several different organizations. And so when I entered the online business world back in 2019, it just was something that really came naturally to me. And I've been blessed to be able to use my skills and my experiences to now help people in or businesses in the online world. I wonder if it's similar to when you have a professional organizer in your home and people are really ashamed of how much stuff they have or how disorganized and little do they know that the organizer is actually super geeked out (laughs) about the disorganization and isn't judging, but is super excited to get in there and organize. Is that how it is for you? Yes, that's been my experience. I have one client right now who, yes, when I started with them about a year and a half ago, it was crazy messy and they were just so frustrated. And so I got in there and we started cleaning things up and now 
I feel like she wants me to do everything in the business. And I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm just here to help you get organized. I'm going to teach your team how to, you know, find the things that they need, how to use the project management tool. Your team will be great. But yeah, there's a lot of relief when I come in and start to really clean things up. You can just, the demeanor of the team members is so different because they feel more relaxed and, and just, they have what they need at their fingertips. Sure. So when you talk about systems and process, I know in my experience with a lot of business owners, they've kind of been building the plane as, as they're flying it and figuring things out and winging them. And it's so common with an entrepreneur, or small business owner. So no shame to any of you that that's how you got started. But then we kind of end up with this jumble mess of different pieces kind of patchwork together. So when you're talking about the term itself, system process tools, how do those, like, what's the difference between a process and a system? Cause they seem like interchangeable words like in business. Could you kind of give us a little uh, structure to that? Sure. Sure. So systems are really what you offer. Um, what's your value that you're offering to your customer. Um, and the processes are everything that you do in order to, to provide that service or that product. So if we can use an analogy here, if you think about, okay, your system might be that you're serving dinner at night. Well, what are you doing to get to that point? Maybe you're making burritos for supper that night. So that's, that's your product. That's what you're offering. But in order to get to that point where it's sitting on the table and ready to eat, you first have to make the ingredients that go inside the burrito. And then to do that, you might need like a can opener or maybe a knife if you're making your own ingredients rather than just dumping into a bowl. Um, so you've got tools that you're using. And that would be step one. Step two might be making the sauce for the burritos. And again, you need tools to do that. And then after you make the sauce, maybe you have another step where you're sticking it into the oven. And part of that process is knowing when to take those burritos out. Maybe the sauce gets bubbly. So you have all these different steps within the process. But when you're when it's all done, you have this dinner of burritos to serve to your family. And that's the system. It's what you're offering to your family that night. So okay. I don't know if that helps. Sure, sure. And can I throw in... The automation piece, would that be as if you had the grocery list that automatically, you know, re-upped every week and the groceries just showed up delivery on Friday and that was just automated so you didn't think about it? Yep. If you're one of those people who you want burritos every Friday night or something like that, that just you could automate that process and, and just make it easier. And that's the other thing is when you're look, thinking about all these different steps of, of the process, if you're documenting that, that makes it a lot easier to kind of analyze those different steps and find easier ways to to get that end result. And so that's a really important piece. I'm glad you brought that up about the automation, because that's something we don't always think about. We tend to be more manual, um, but thinking about just what are the tools that I could use to help make this easier. And once you get like the first time, so wherever you are in your business journey, it could have been you did this right away. Maybe you waited eight years to do this. But once you get things that are automated, you feel like a rock star. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like this just happened. All of a sudden the, the client is to this point and I didn't have to manually 
send them a contract and do all the different steps and look at it just arrives in this beautiful package. It's, it really makes you feel accomplished. It, it really does. And when you add that piece of automation in, you notice it, you just feel the relief of knowing you don't have to be on top of everything because the automation is in place and you can just count on that happening at the end. So I wonder too, if that helps fight some of the imposter syndrome that I see a lot of small business owners, females, especially that are creating this as they go when it's, when you have that process and maybe some automation, it just feels so much more consistent and feels so much more professional that you're not making it up each time and trying to wonder what did I miss this time? Or did I send them that email? It, I think it gives you more confidence too in yourself as a provider. Well, not only that, it gives you confidence, but it also is really good for your customer because you know whatever product or service you're delivering to them will be consistent each and every time, you know, and, and we all rely on our customers to give us good reviews so that we can get more customers. And so if you're producing that consistent product or service, it's a win-win for everybody. Sure. I, I really wish I would have put more templates in place when I was younger, when I now know how easy, even with using Google, like I know that's something that you help people with too, having a Google sheet template, even for my podcast, where like every, every time you've got all the steps, I think there are so many things in my life when I was younger that I could have done a template for and really saved myself a lot of time and energy, but we can remember nineties song lyrics but we're not going to remember all the things we need to do step-by-step step in our business. So you, you have to write things down. You have to get them documented. Right. Templates are great. I love templates. Um, you don't always use the template exactly as you have it. Maybe you might have to tweak it. Um, but I think it's, they're great to just be able to pull and it's a starting place. It's a stepping stone. Yeah. It kind of helps you optimize your brain space of, I can release this. It's yes. on paper or document. I don't need yeah. to remember every step. I can, you know, clear that space. I have a lot of things I wish I could clear out that <laughs> seem to be stuck in my brain, but uh, that's one of them you can do. Is there something you see solopreneurs or small business owners that maybe just have a handful of employees? Is there something in their process that you see them doing that's actually making things worse or uh, just something that is not being implemented correctly that you see quite often with small business owners? Um, I think one of the things I would say is there's not a project management tool. Um, a lot of people are opposed to using that. They think it's one more piece of tech to learn when I see it as it's a place you kind of alluded to this just a moment ago, it's a place for them to put everything that's in their brain somewhere else. And a project management tool, what's great about that is that will give you a reminder to, hey, don't forget about this. And so I think if more would be um, willing to embrace that, I think it, their businesses could run a lot more efficiently. Yeah, I had everything in different systems and they were all working fine together. But then I was introduced to HoneyBook, and I don't know if you ever used that, Angie, but I thought, okay, this has everything to take all these different things. I'm you know, paying for the time management. I'm paying for a scheduling system. I'm paying for all these separate pieces, and I could put them in one shiny package. 
And I signed up for it and probably waited way too long to even start looking into it because the learning curve in my head was going to be so huge and I was not going to know how to do everything and it was going to take so long. And so I just kept putting it off. But I, so many of them have great tutorials or they can hire someone like you to help walk them through it. But it did not take near as long as I thought. I said, I'm just going to do this one thing in there. And once I can do that one thing, then I'll see how it goes and see if I like it. And it was like a light bulb moment for me of how much easier it made a process. And, and you went through it as a conference speaker. <laughs> that was the first time that I had had all of the contracts and everything all in one nice little package instead of four emails, you know, that they had to keep track of. So I can see where people might hesitate, but having the right help or just sitting down and saying, I'm working on this for this much time. And then I'm going to let it go for a little bit. Um, it wasn't as bad as I thought. And now I'm super happy that I have everything all in one platform. Yeah, it is beneficial. I mean, like I said, though, you just have the people have a lot of hesitation to try something new, but if you can just get over that hurdle and like, I love what you did is you just took one area and you said, okay, I'm going to become proficient at this, you know, and then you got felt comfortable with that and you added a little bit more. And I think when you have those little wins, it makes you more willing to try some new things. So. Yes. Do it when you're in a good mood. <laughs> Had no other Zoom mishaps like I have. We had at the beginning of the episode. You pick a day when you've had no tech issues to tackle something new, because otherwise the threshold is pretty low. So in my situation, how I had everything and it felt as if it was running smoothly, I know what was a trigger for me. But what could a business owner see as maybe? a trigger or a red flag or a sign, okay, I really need to put in a better process or I really need to start automating this. Do you see there's like a, a pain point where they really, people really need to say, okay, it's time. I think when you start to feel frustration and that frustration could be from just the amount of time something is taking, or like you said, you know, you were sending four emails to people and they were having to keep track of all these different emails rather than having them in one spot. I think you have to think about like, how is your team feeling? How are you feeling? How is your client feeling with this process that you have? And when you notice that frustration or you feel that frustration, I think it's time. That's when you've got to step back and you've got to look at your issue and you have to say like, what, what am I doing currently? What's working well? What isn't working? What, what could be improved? And then when you take that, like just step back and look at it from that wide lens, you can start to really identify, you know, look, look at a small portion of that and start to figure out, document it, you know, and figure out like what isn't working. And then I think when you do that, you can start to identify different ways that you can improve that process. But at first you have to take step back, then take little bits of each the process and then really identify the problem areas. Mm -hmm. So here's a personal question for you. What area of your life is not organized? <laughs> this is a gotcha question. I didn't warn I know, you. I know that's what I'm feeling the pressure here um, right now. Well, I'm, I'm planning for a high school graduation. I know it's not till May, 
but I'm feeling very disorganized with that because it, it's just, it's our last daughter. We just did a house renovation, so nothing's the same. <laughs> so I feel like I'm coming into this with a new game plan and I've got to mm -hmm. figure it out, you know, where do we put the table for the food and all of that kind of stuff. So that's feeling a little disorganized right now. Plus we haven't started because we're waiting on some other things. And so, um, but that is something that was on my to-do list at about two o'clock this morning when I woke up, <laughs> I thought, I've got to get this done. <laughs> do you use Pinterest or Trello or things like that for your personal, like day-to-day things as well, like for your family? Um, I, I, I typically will use ClickUp. I use that for my business, but I'll typically use that also for my um, personal um, things, business, you know, aside from business. I don't like use it to create grocery lists. I'm still, my grocery list is actually on my phone with Google Keep. I do, I do use ClickUp to manage some of the other things that I'm involved with in my church and my community. So I, I do love a project management tool for business as well as personal. But there's so many great apps for that kind of stuff. Yeah, I love Google Keep. It's a it's a lifesaver. I have many lists on there for that kind of thing. Do you use the different Google products? Is that one of your more common tools that you're using? Yeah, I do use it. I use it for email and then the Google Keep and, and then, you know, Google Drive. I really like too. So yeah, I do use quite a few of their products. Is there something that you see business owners implement that makes the biggest impact on their business? So a certain, maybe a process they implement or something where it really takes them to the next level? Um, this maybe sounds a little odd, but I'm going to say SOPs actually, because I think that helps you get down to the nitty gritty in your business and actually what you're doing. Um, it helps you identify some of those problematic areas or areas that you could automate think it really gives you um, a microscopic view of what you're doing in your business and how those processes are, you know, being carried out by your team members. Um, I also see that the SOPs help in situations where the team member who normally does something, there's a task assigned to a team member is all of a sudden gone or on vacation. And the business doesn't fall apart because there's an SOP to guide someone else on the team through that process to keep the business running, even when that person that normally does that is gone. So I, I think I think SOPs can be a huge game changer. Can you explain just on the basic level what SOP are, SOPs are for anyone that is newer in business? Yeah, so SOPs stand for Standard Operating Procedures, and it's basically a document that walks you through each step of your process. So if we go back to the burrito analogy earlier, maybe you open a can of refried beans or you, you're cooking up some hamburger and that SOP will lay out each step. And in addition to just laying out the steps and saying, this is what you do next, it may actually uh, lay out how you do that, like the small little pieces, you know, um, for example, go into WordPress and make this update on your website. Well, how do I do that? You can't just say update the website. You have to say, you know, indicate the steps of what, like, what do you do? You log into WordPress, then you go to the menu on the left side of the screen and you click on, you know, we get really detailed in the SOPs. So it's not just this, you know, do this first, do this next. I mean, yes, it is to some extent, but you have to get detailed. So somebody else that has never done that task can walk in, pick up the SOP and just do it. 
I would imagine that would be helpful also just for different team members understanding what other people are doing, because I've seen that where one employee is doing something that is under their role, but it's directly sabotaging or negatively affecting something someone else is doing in their role because they don't really understand the system of what the other people are doing. Right. And that's where documenting everything is really beneficial because you find stuff like that, but you also find sometimes team members are doubling up and two people are doing the same task. And so just writing everything down like that or documenting, it really helps to figure out like who should be doing this? When should they be doing it? You know, even I include why you're doing it and that helps understanding a lot too. Sure. You know, there's so many things, especially a business that's been in business for a very long time. When you stop and ask, why are you doing that? And does anyone even notice that you do it? (laughs) Is this worth your time and energy to continue doing? Exactly. I would think too, with staffing with turnover in some industries, having that documented, your training process is going to be so much faster than starting from scratch and going, I'm not really sure what she did, but somehow she got it to this point figured out. And that's something we do when we onboard a new team member, we've already identified what their job responsibilities will be. So we pull all of our SOPs that we have and, and we give them those SOPs to read over before, you know, we meet on an onboarding call or anything like that. So they've already started to learn the process for the job responsibility that they have. So now I'm thinking, because you and I both have our kids, our young adult age, (laughs) thinking we should have done this in our household with, if you're emptying the dishwasher, here's the SOPs for how to do that the way mom wants the dishwasher loaded or unloaded, or here's the SOPs for using this piece of, you know, equipment in our home. (laughs) Yeah. My sister-in-law actually came to me once and she said, will you write SOPs for me for my house? (laughs) I just Yes. Even in my working on the back end of a website or something where you think, okay, I know I did this once and it worked and I can't remember what I did to make that work. Or I scrap, I wrote it down on a scrap of paper and it's somewhere here in my office. Yeah. Yeah. I've had that experience too. <laughs> well, it has been really great to have you on the podcast and I'm, I'm so glad that you're back. This is your second time on the podcast. So mm-hmm. that's, that's fun for me. And I'm excited to see you at the conference. If anyone hasn't bought your ticket yet, Angie will be doing one of the breakout sessions talking more in depth about systems, process, and tools, and the things that you're doing or not doing that could be saving you more time, money, and energy, which is really what we're all looking for. So when you do buy your ticket, you can select that you are going to go into Angie's breakout session so that you can save a spot in her session. So Angie, where can everyone find you now that they know, yes, I need more systems process. I I need Angie. Where can they go to find you or learn more about you? Uh, You can go to my website. It's www.efficientandempoweredandispelledout.com or I'm on Facebook also under Efficient and Empowered. Okay. And we'll add those in the show notes as well. Well, thank you very much, Angie. Any action step that you would send people away with something little that they can do just to get a little bit more uh, organized in their day? You know, we've put a lot of emphasis on SOPs. And so I would say if you don't have the time to write out your process, your steps that you take to accomplish something, at least take a video of it um, and you can stick that in a document. 
so that at least somebody can see what you're doing, even if it's not written out. Excellent idea. I love it. All right. Well, thank you, Angie. And I hope you have a great day. Thanks everyone for listening and go get back to work. 